Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to the broadcast today. Got a great message entitled, Never Stay Where You Began. Are you progressing in your relationship with Christ? Think about that for a minute. The Bible said we grow to the fullness of the stature of Christ. So you never stay where you started. You have to get to the end of your destiny and reach your destination. That's what God is saying today. Call a friend, tell them to turn that television on. They're going to be blessed. Get a pencil and paper, take some notes. There's a lot of meat in this sermon. It will help you today so that you grow daily instead of just Sunday. So let's go into this wonderful message entitled, Never Stay Where You Begin. Watch this and be blessed. How many people brought your Bibles or your iPads or your phones or I don't know, whatever you use for um, scripture here? Would you turn with me to the book of Hebrews chapter 6? The book of Hebrews chapter 6. And as you're turning to Hebrews chapter 6, one of my uh, favorite people in the Bible is the Apostle Paul because of his integrity and his work ethic. He was a man of great, great work ethic. I mean, you just couldn't slow him down, you know. And uh, they did everything they could to kill him. They beat him, he'd be whipped five times, beat five times with rods, everything you can think of. But that just not bother him. He had one guy working for him named Silas, and they're all bleeding like stuck hogs. And he said, sing, Silas, just sing. Songs in the night. They were singing in the prison, man. And God knocked the doors off the prison, the locks them out, all kinds of stuff. Got the whole place saved. Isn't that something? That's the kind of person that God called. And yet he was a man that was actually... A modern day, uh, back then, he, he was an Osama bin Laden. That's what he was. He was a killer. He was a terrorist, man. He would pull people out in the street, kids too, just kill them, all in the name of God Almighty. Thought he was doing this. But when Jesus showed up, changed his life, glory to God. Kept his personality. Kept his tenacity, but changed his heart. And he went from Saul of Tarsus to the Apostle Paul. I want to start reading with Hebrews chapter 6 and I want to start reading with verse one. I like the old King James Version. Paul is talking to the, to the Hebrews. He says, therefore, and anytime there's a therefore, find out what's there for. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ. Let us go on unto perfection. That means maturity. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God of the doctrine of baptisms, of laying on of hands, of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. And this will we do if God permit. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come, if they shall fall away to renew them again unto repentance, Seeing they crucified to themselves the Son of Man afresh and put him to open shame. I want to go back to verse 1. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go unto perfection and laying upon the foundation of, the, of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God. A lot of people stop right there. They got baptized. They believe in healing to a certain degree. Some do, some don't. And they just stopped there. And Paul said, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Why don't you grow to the fullness of the stature of Christ? Growing in everybody. That's why I named this church Covenant Church. That's why I put that scripture, Psalms 89 verse 34, on the front of this church. My covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that goes out of my lips. I want to talk about never, everybody say never. never. 
Never stay where you began. Never stay where you began. And yet I would say 98% of all Christian people stay where they began. Have not grown to the fullness of the stature of Christ. Still afraid, full of fear, all kinds of crazy things. Easily move left to the right. They may know a lot about God, but they don't understand his principles of growing in the knowledge of the truth. Believing what God said you could do. When you want to do it, where you want to do it, and how you want to do it. That was the Apostle Paul. He said, I'm going on. I'm going to go stronger. So I want to talk about that this morning. And I'd like you to write this point down if you can. And I want to talk about progress. You see, one thing I believe in is progress. Now get ready for persecution when you progress. Because then it shows people where they hadn't grown. As long as everybody stays in the same place, nobody knows they're lazy. You see, nobody knows they're lazy. Nobody knows they're growing anything. You know, they're just sitting there. Oh, well, I'm a Christian. Well, that's good. What else have you done? Uh, they didn't progress. You see what I'm saying? See, and God wants you to progress. I mean, to fully grow. Expansion. He believes in those kind of things. So write this down if you're taking notes. Progress means advance and growth. This is, this is what he said, leaving the principle of the doctrine of Christ. Progress means advance and growth. But it always has to do with principle. So as you grow, you must grow in principle. Why? But progress is a bundle of possibilities. Every time I get up in the morning, I see a bundle of possibilities of progress. But it's done through principle. It's done through growing daily instead of Sunday. Do you know you can take Holy Communion every day at your house? Instead of just waiting to come to church to do it? Nothing wrong with doing it at church, but you can do it every day or every two weeks. Whatever you want to do. See, progress means advance and growth. So I believe in advancing and growing spiritually, physically, financially. See, what you were uh, today, you should not be next week. You see what I'm saying? So progress means advance and growth, but it always has to do with principle. You have to grow to the full. That's a principle thing, and it's a bundle of possibilities. So when I first got born again, I enjoyed being saved, but I said, there's got to be more. Didn't know too much about it, but I did. And then I found out that you could be filled with the Holy Ghost. That was a tough one for me. To most people, it was pretty easy, but it took a cross-eyed preacher to get me filled with the Holy Ghost because I couldn't tell if he was looking at me or not because his eyes were so crossed, it was unreal. And me and Christine, we got filled with the Holy Ghost on the same night. Remember that, Christine? Hallelujah. Now, I thought he was looking at me, but he was looking at Christine. She was on this side. It was just kind of wild, you see. And then when I was filled with the Holy Ghost, I said, well, that must be it. No, no, no. Now you're growing. Now you have the attribute to do what God wants you to do spiritually, physically, and financially. See, some of you can barely believe to get your money back that you sow. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. You sow a seed to, oh, God, man. Or if, if, if Satan destroys something, if you could just get it back. See, you hadn't grown to seven times. You see what I'm saying? The Bible said you catch the thief, he has returned it sevenfold. And the substance of his house. So it's more than seven times. You see what I'm saying? So you have to grow that every day. And the only way you're going to do that is in church. You're not going to do it. Let me tell you, you're never going to touch the world in a house. They started out in houses, but God believed in building temples and we're all going to the temple in heaven when we go. You're not going to be laying at your house and telling the angel, just put it on the, uh, on the YouTube and I'll watch it later. It don't work that way, ladies and gentlemen. See, progress means advance and growth. Notice if a baby's not advancing and growing, something's wrong. You take that baby to the hospital. Something, something's wrong with the doctor. What's going on here? But it always has to do with principles. So when you grow, you ought to be nicer, kinder, know more about what to do, when to do it, where to do it, and how to do it. 
growing, you, you're growing up, you're growing away from sin and growing into the very presence of the almighty God in his character and in his love. So it is a bundle of possibilities. Write this down. Christianity created the passion for progress. Do you have a passion to grow? Christianity created the passion for progress. I love that. Nations have been progressive in proportion to their Christianity. You ever notice nations that produce Christianity, they become very wealthy. Now, if wealth is a sin, then why do the nations become wealthy that endorse and embrace Christianity? The economy of California is bigger than Russia. Did you know that? The economy of California has more money in California than they do in all of Russia because it's an atheistic nation when it was under communism. You see what I'm saying? But you see, you find the nations that embraced and endorsed Christianity, they became very progressive in their thinking because you begin to think like God, talk like God, smell like God, and be like God. You become what Ephesians 5.1 says, be you therefore imitators. The King James says followers. I like the word imitate. In other words, imitate him. Now, when you imitate him, you're going to get persecution. Who do you think you are? An imitator. Just what he said. So let me say it again. Christianity created the passion for progress. Nations have been progressive in pro proportion to their Christianity. Now, notice it, man. America grew like crazy because it endorsed Judeo-Christian ethic. Now, you can understand something about this Bible. Everybody look at your Bible or your iPad. It is a book of two covenants. There's an old covenant and a new covenant. See, now people say, well, I, I live in a new covenant. Yeah, but you don't throw away the old. You keep it all. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? In every area of your life. See, that's progress. You progress on to the point. It, it, back in the Jewish day, they had to do sacrifices. But when Jesus died on the cross, it was once, once and for all. It covered all sin. Do you know, how many of you took Holy Communion right now? You took it this morning. Do you know you as clean and as pure as you'll ever be right now? There's not a sin against you. No stains, none whatsoever. That's how good Jesus' blood is. Ooh. I mean, think about it. Right now, right where you are. The Bible said, examine yourself. You did. You took Holy Communion. Now, if you'll understand that piece of wafer you ate, that is healing your body right now if you've got high blood pressure or diabetes or cancer or whatever. You know what? COVID, you know, and all this kind of craziness. You see what I'm saying? Then when you took that juice as a type of his blood, it cleans you from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. As pure as the driven snow. See, so that's why I have a passion for growth. That's why I believe in growth. Now I get rawly persecuted for it, but that's all right. Everybody wants to grow. Something should happen when you grow. So Christianity created that passion for progress. Nations have been progressive. I keep saying it over in proportion to their Christianity. Why? Because progress means advance and growth. So now I'm going to make somebody mad. I will be wealthier next year at this time than I am today. Don't get mad at me. It ain't my fault. I just remember the Lord thy God, Deuteronomy 8, 18, that it's he that given me power to get wealth. And people get mad about that. Let, let me help you. <laughs> you got a quarter? Call somebody who cares. And I don't mean that rudely. I'm just telling you a fact. I will not bow down to your stupidity. You know, if you want to stay just beat up, busted, stomped, and kicked, enjoy yourself. But Jesse's going out on the first load. Spiritually, physically, and financially. I don't mean that in a hard way. But I'm just telling you, see, when you see people like that, they're like crawfish. They got their hands up, but they're backing up. 
into a boiling pot. Somebody's going to suck their head off. You see what I'm saying? That's mud bug Christianity. You see what I'm saying? So when you understand that, you'll understand this next point. Your development must be more than escaping hell and winning heaven. Yeah, you're saved. You're going to heaven. But it, 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 my God, you got to understand some Christianity is more than escaping hell. Or let me say it like this. Your development must be more than escaping hell and winning heaven. You must come to perfection, to maturity. What do you mean by that? As you grow and people do you wrong, you get better at it. Now, sometimes enough is enough. Sometimes Jesus said, enough is enough. You go tell Herod, that fox, I'm going to heal the sick, raise the dead, and cast out the devil, whether you like it or not. You see, so if you follow Jesus' way, you know, I mean, enough is enough. I, I, I believe in submitting and doing all those kind of things, but after a while, enough is enough. A man said, you know, somebody hit you, Brother Jesse, uh, you have to turn the other cheek. It depends. <laughs> it depends on the situation. If I'm preaching the gospel, that's a whole other thing. If I'm preaching the gospel, and I've been hit preaching the gospel before, that is suffering for the gospel's sake. But if you come slap me just to slap me, I'm going to knock you down. But I'm going to believe in healing for you. It'll give me an opportunity to pray for your broke leg. Now, I am as serious as I can be about that. I'm not going to be a fool. Uh-uh, uh-uh. They tried to push Jesus off of a cliff. He said, get out of my face. I'm just imitating God. Look at some of y'all. Ooh, ooh. See what I'm saying? Yeah, not, not, and if I'm preaching, I've had it, boy. I mean, they've come at me, man. I've been hit. Oh, man, we used to uh, go to Mardi Gras. We'd be preaching. People would be mad as a hornet hit. I mean, we just kept preaching because we were being persecuted for, for the gospel's sake. But just to come slap somebody, just because, now turn the other cheek. No, I'm going to put my foot in your cheek. <laughs> Maybe both of them. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching. Look at Kathy. Whoa. No, I'm as serious as I can be about that. I'm not going to, uh-uh. I would not allow people to do that, and neither would Jesus. Oh, you hear what I'm saying? Now, Paul was royally persecuted, but he was persecuted for the gospel's sake. But when they tried to get political with him, he said, I am a Roman citizen. That freaked the fire out of all of them. Whoa. They knew they were in trouble. You did not hit a Roman citizen. Mm. So your development must be more than escaping hell and winning heaven. You must come to perfection. So I, I grow daily in the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I know how to get people healed easier today than I did 20 years ago. That's growing in the knowledge of the truth. I like walking in divine healing, but I passed that up years ago. Now I like to walk in divine health. I just like divine health. It just feels good to be healthy. And then I, I'm passing that up and I'm getting to this point of divine life. Divine healing, divine health, divine life. It's three facets, you see. Some 30, some 60, some 104. Some people can't handle 34. Whoa, that's just too much. Well, you're never going to get to 60 because you got to grow to that. And then you'll never get to 100 unless you can accept 60. And take the criticism of it. All you're doing is being biblical. You see, some people say, I would never spend $1,000 on a suit. Right, because you haven't developed to that point. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. Why? Oh, that's just too much money. Well, you, have you ever had a thousand dollar suit? Well, no, then how can you comment on something you know nothing about? Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. How about, well, you want to go higher? Let's go to Brioni. Woo, woo. Now, you're going to start off at about twenty-eight to $3,000 to $3,500 for a suit. And it can go as high as $8,000. It's Tasmanian wool. What does that mean? It's from the belly of certain goats. 
Oh, that's just too much. You can't criticize that because you've never had that. I never forget years ago, I went to Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills, California. All right. I'd always heard about it, didn't know much about it. So I said, I'm going to go down there. That's a bit more, I mean, there's some money on that street, you know. So I'm just walking, you know, looking around. And man, I mean, I got diamonds as big as apples, you know, just in the, in the, you know, in the windows and stuff. And I thought, good Lord, this place is what they say. So I walked into this store, a men's clothing store, you know, when I'm looking around, just beautiful stuff, you know. And this man sees me. He said, you're just at the planet, aren't you? I said, yes, I am. Pleased to meet you. You know, some niceties and stuff. He said, I, I, he said, what are you looking for? I said, well, I just came in looking. He said, this is the best place you can buy suits and sport coats. I said, really? He said, yes. He said, you, you try this one on. I said, do you work here? No, but I, I shop here quite a bit. <laughs> I said, oh. I said, okay. So he tried. I mean, it felt like silk. I went, good Lord, Jesus. I said, this is nice. He said, you like that? Yeah. He said, it's yours. I said, oh, no, 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 no. He said, no, 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 no. He said, don't hurt my feelings. He said, I want you to dress like me. He said, because I dress good. I said, do I dress bad? Oh, no, no. He said, but you got to go to a higher level because too many people see you. I had never thought of that in my life. Ladies and gentlemen, I had never thought of that in my life. I was satisfied with Dillard's. I'm saying, you know, I am. I mean, you know, whatever. I don't have a problem. He said, try this and all. I said, oh, I said, he said, just try it. Oh, I never put it. It was like butter. I mean, whoo. He said, that's Tasmanian wool. I said, it is. Yeah. What's that? He said, that's a certain a billy goat. And we only take the hair from his chest. And he spun, spin it. You know. And I thought, whew. Then I found something in the scripture where Jesus, when God said, when they're going to give me an offer and tell them to give me badger skins. Goat's hair. God don't know something about Tasmanian wool. I went, whoa, I found that in the scripture. I went, oh, God, know about Brion that. So he put that on. He said, it's yours. Let me buy you two. I said, no, sir. But I'm trying to look at the price. He said, don't look at the price. You ain't paying for it. He said, let me be a blessing. One coat was $5,000. <laughs> I wanted to sleep in it. $5,000. The other one was like $6,800. So. And watch this. I wore it two weeks. I wore the first one one week, and then I wore the second one the second week. I got more people calling and saying, that's the finest clothes we've ever seen. That man was right. You wear fine clothes. People said that. I didn't even know about it. To me, you know, it looked... Till you touch it, it looks like a, any kind of a suit. You know what I'm saying? Till you touch it. You know, navy blue is navy blue, right? No. <laughs> Till you touch it. Glory to God. See, and I realized, he said, let me just be a blessing. Man, I enjoyed them things. I could not get over that. My God. So normally I never wear something out. I wore it out. <laughs> so I walked down Rodeo Drive. And as I walked by with the sport coat, they said, nice coat. I said, thank you. <laughs> Let me walk on the other side of the street. <laughs> I'll never forget that long as I ever live. You see, that's what I'm talking about. See, God was helping me to progress. That's some people call that greed. My God. Uh, uh, there's so many people dying of hunger. Well, well, shut up and feed them. Quit being so critical of everybody else. Why don't you do your part? 
You know, if you get busy doing your part, you ain't got time to criticize someone else. You know what I'm trying to say? In other words, never stay where you began. Ooh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So your development must be more than escaping hell and winning heaven. You must come to perfection. Write this down. Progress is a word much used and much misused. Progress is a word much used and much misused. All the progress of the past, all of it, leads up to Christ. All the progress of the future starts with Christ. Now let me say that again. Progress is a word much used and misused. All the progress of the past leads up to Christ and all the progress of the future starts with Christ. See, that's why when you give me a compliment, I always say this, the Lord's been gracious. Because it starts with him. Amen. It leads up to him. He is the one doing all this. Let me tell you something. I am a firm believer in progress. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. I believe you are too. I really do. It's not a coincidence you're watching this message today. By no means. God wants you to grow and advance in every way. Not just spiritually, not just physically, not just financially, but every way. See, it's not enough to just be saved. See, progress will produce you some limitless possibilities, but you have to walk in principles to get that. Now, I want you to think about that for a minute. Christianity created a passion for progress. I love that statement. It did. I'm talking about a full life of ever-increasing faith every day. You know, I am stronger today than I was yesterday. I'll be stronger tomorrow than I was today. Why? Because you grow to the fullness of the stature of Christ. The minute a baby's born, I mean, I don't care if it's 15 seconds after they, they've come out the womb, they're growing. They're not where they were, 15 seconds ago. They're growing. Maybe you feel stuck in your faith walk. Sometimes people are. Look, every day is a new opportunity to grow. Father, I pray for every viewer today, Lord, that they will grow today, spiritually, physically, financially, every area of their life. And Father, I thank you. And Satan, I get great pleasure in telling you, get under these people's feet. We bind you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. You see, that's what I'm talking about. Progressing every day, spiritually, physically, and financially. You don't have time to be sad. You don't have the time to be broke, and you don't have time to be sick. Are you hearing what I'm saying here? I am serious about this. I want you to grow to that fullness of the stature of Christ that you're always looking down on the devil. Hallelujah. Isn't that good? Because he's under your feet. I'm starting to preach here. I can't help myself. Stay right there. I'll be back in just a minute to speak another word to you. I want to show you some wonderful things that are happening here at JDM. And I hope you're taking notes because you're going to learn some more. Watch. This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. Take it to the world. Take it everywhere. 
let your light so shine. I am so excited about our product offer this month. It's my new message, the experience of spiritual thinking. You're going to learn how to line up your thoughts with God's thoughts. And when you do that, all of your possibilities open up to you. You begin to advance in every area. This message right here will really help you. To get a copy, just go to jdm.org. I like it. The experience of spiritual thinking. Get a copy today. Partners, I can't thank you enough for all you do for this ministry. Your faithful financial support has been so gracious. Over 46 years of preaching this gospel, we've never had a deficit whatsoever. I say it all the time. Why? Because I trust you, you trust me, we both trust God. And that's what's so wonderful. See, trust is a wonderful gift given to us, and you should never break it. Never do that. I'm telling you, God is so good. So partners, thank you. Nothing too small and nothing too big. Every financial dollar comes to this ministry. We believe God for a soul into the kingdom. Who would have thought at my age I would still be preaching this gospel? But I tell you, I'm stronger today than I was uh, two years ago, five years ago, going faster and further and higher. Why? Because of your faithful financial support. I made up my mind. I am not going to be lazy with your seed. A lot of people get lazy with your seed. They want to go somewhere and just lay down. Uh-uh. Just at the planters don't do that. I am reaching people, changing lives one soul at a time. That's what your partnership is all about. So thank you today. We've got some great projects going on and bigger ones by the minute. Seems like as soon as I finish one, God said, here's another one. It's like playing football. You go right through the, you know, the goalpost and you want to kind of dance a little bit. You know, hey, I made a touchdown. And God's got you on a one-yard lot again on another field. Set, and here we go. Thank you, partner, for helping me today. Now, don't miss next week because you are going to be blessed. Part two of Never Stay Where You Began. You saw part one. Part two is coming next week. Partners, thank you for helping me today. Let's get somebody saved today. See you next week. Bye-bye. Do you see yourself as God sees you? God sees you as a powerful, wonderfully made, unique person of faith. The Bible says in Proverbs 23, 7, but as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Our October partner offer, I am what I think I am, will show you how to fill your mind with good things, banish thoughts that come against God's word. Receive it today. Go to jdm.org for all the ordering information. I believe that God has placed within each one of us a deep desire to live a better life. Whether it's a life free from pain, fear, or lack of any kind, God wants to bring that to pass for you. In my book, You Are Designed for Glorious Living, you'll discover how to achieve the better life God has for you. You know, long before you took your first breath, God had designs on you for glorious living. You are designed for glorious living. Available at JDM.org. Do you know we are part of God's plan? And he said that we would do the work that Jesus did and greater. He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. 2022 is the year for you to possess all that God has promised you. Raise your expectation. God has given you the ability to produce. Let's go do the work. 
Never stay where you began. That's, that's, that's what Paul is saying. What's the matter with y'all? Yes, it's wonderful to be saved. It's wonderful to be baptized, but you got to move on to greater and stronger things. Healing the sick, raising the dead, casting out the devils, blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out every area of your life, growing continually. Not just, not in spurts, but a, a continuous growth.